0: Another episode of Delisted the podcast. I'm Michael K, and I'm Allison. We're going into week three since Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, and it feels like week thirty to me. We're almost going on week four, like a month. Well, week four, yeah, will be next week, and then we- it'll be. And let's not let's not count it out that we're not going to be talking about this next week too. No, we're we're in week three. It feels like it's been forever. It feel I feel like that. Uh, old Rose in Titanic if it's been 85 years, 83 or whatever.
1: Yeah, except neither of us gets diamonds.
0: Sadly, no. But um, to bring us up to speed, even though... <laughs> we who who does kn- yeah, <laughs> Everybody knows the story back and forth. Anybody could tell you this story from beginning to end. But um, Will Smith has apologized for the slap. He apologized to the Academy. He apologized to Chris Rock. Chris has not really said anything about this, but everybody else has. There's been a million opinion pieces and think pieces. They have not stopped. Um, We last heard the Academy was reviewing the slap and (sighs) were deciding how to punish Will. Will ended up resigning from the Academy. The Academy accepted his resignation. And also moved up their meeting to talk about what to do with Will. They It was supposed to be later this month, but it was moved to last week. So that's where we are now.
1: And I feel like if they had, tell me I'm wrong here, I feel like if they just did nothing, we would all accept that. I would personally accept that. If they just didn't have another meeting and this went nowhere, I would be grateful. I'd be like, thank you, you put an end to this. We don't have to review the slap anymore.
0: You are probably alone because there's a lot of people... <laughs> it's true. That had serious, serious feelings about this. They want to put Will Smith on death row. Some people want to put Chris Rock on death row for making fun of Jada when she has alopecia. So I think a lot of people... Wanted the Academy to do something. And I'm with you. If they said nothing and this all went away, okay. But no, they did not. So, going into the meeting, The Sun, which is a British tabloid, so this might not be true, mm-hmm. they claimed that the Academy board was thinking about taking away Will's Oscar as punishment. And they were split on that. That's going into the meeting. So, that's not what happened the um they did not take away his oscar instead they banned him from all academy events including the oscars for 10 years so will gets to keep his oscar he can be nominated for oscars in the future but he can't go to the ceremony until 2033 <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if we're all going to be around in 2033, but...
1: Uh, will we even be making movies anymore? Or is it just going to be a collection of NFTs on the internet? Probably.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm. Yeah, you're 100% right. But 2033, so he won't present the Best Actors Oscar next year as most Best Actor winners from the previous year do. By the way, the board includes Rita Wilson, Laura Dern, Ava DuVernay, Whoopi Goldberg, and Steven Spielberg. Those are the famous people that are Ooh, on the Ooh, some
1: big names. That's a stacked stacked group of people.
0: Yeah, so they're probably getting yelled at. Um, mm-hmm. In their statement, the Academy spoke out against a slap. They thanked Chris Rock for keeping his composure. Um, they apologized for not handling it right during the show. And they also said this. Today, the Board of Governors convened a meeting to discuss how best to respond to Will Smith's actions at the Oscars, in addition to accepting his resignation. The board has decided for a period of 10 years from April 8th, 2022, Mr. Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards. So bitch can't even zoom in. They won't even let him turn on his camera. (laughs) That is so rude. He's going to, any Academy Awards
1: events he wants to go to are going to be from his couch turning on the television.
0: That's like, as close as he can get. Like us. So he's one of us now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Except
0: with zillions and zillions of dollars and an Oscar.
1: In a big house and he's watching from a nice TV and like he's watching in from In a an screen actual-
0: room. In yeah. one of his. Several screen rooms, probably.
1: Yeah, and you know he's got fresh popcorn. He's not eating microwave popcorn. He's got one of those little red and gold popcorn machines Mm -hmm. that are plugged into the wall right beside him.
0: Mm -hmm. And he doesn't
1: have to try to find a scrambled channel to watch the Oscars on. He's got actual cable.
0: Yeah, he'll be fine. I assume. So Will said that he respects and accepts the Academy's resignation. um, Sorry, the Academy's decision. And that decision has led to a lot more... Opinions, think pieces. Mm -hmm. Some think it's bullshit that Will has been banned for 10 years. And Woody Allen and Harvey Weinstein and Roman Polanski haven't received punishments like that. But Harvey and Roman were eventually kicked out of the academy. And some argue that Will was banned from the ceremony, since what he did happened At the ceremony, like happened in the Academy's house. Mm -hmm. Others, like actor Harry Lennox, don't think the punishment was severe enough and think his Oscar should have been taken away. So Harry Lennox wrote an op-ed for Variety, and he said that Will should return his award to bring integrity back. To the Oscars.
1: Integrity. When? <laughs> when? Harry Lennox named the year that there was
0: integrity at the Oscars. Quick. Very quickly. I know. They haven't had integrity since they did not nominate Showgirls for Best Picture. And even before then, they didn't have integrity. But they confirmed it with that. Yeah, that was the highest level of <laughs>
1: non-integrity Disrespect, that the Academy could yeah. have displayed. Yep, yeah. <laughs> It's like, I mean, here's the thing. The Academy Awards are special. They're a special thing but like 555 five, five, come on now this is they're not that like it's it's not that prestigious like it's not like this is i can't even think of something that i would compare it to do they give it awards for like brain cancer like do they do anything like that like what is the oh, higher like award like nobel
0: peace prize nobel peace prize yeah
1: i would say yeah this is not the this is not the people at the nobel peace prize organization being like, we we are going to have to take the Nobel Peace Prize away from whoever they gave it to this year. I'm sorry, I don't follow
0: Nobel Peace Prize nominees. Yeah, he dishonored the Oscars. So in order to bring honor back to the Oscars, because there was, he needs to return it. That's according to Harry Lennox. And everyone continues to talk about this, except for Chris Rock. He's on a stand-up tour. He said little about this, uh, Mm -hmm. but at a show last week, he joked that he's gotten his hearing back After being slapped, and he won't talk about this until he gets paid.
1: I mean, good for him. I would be the same. If people were asking me about stuff, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you for free.
0: Venmo me. You're just... just,
1: This is my cash app. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, cash app me 75 bucks. If that's too high, drop it to 40. It's fine. I'll take that.
0: Yeah, just create a QR code. And when somebody (coughs) asks you, what are your... (laughs) How did you feel to get slapped by Will Smith? Just direct them to your QR code, which will direct them to your Venmo. And then yeah. they'll get the hint. But as for the punishment, what is your take on this? And make it clear so I can transcribe it and tweet this and at you.
1: Right. And so that then people can drop into my mentions like this, you. <laughs> I want to, I want to get canceled today. Um, I think that okay, I don't think anybody should be taking awards away. I think that once you give an award to somebody, you have to sit with that. The Academy has to sit with the fact that they gave an award to Roman Polanski in, like, what year is it? Like, 2008 or something? Did he get Best Director or something? That is several decades after he was convicted of you know what he was convicted of. So, you can't take that back. Everybody should know you gave that award to that person. Like, you gave it out there it's out there you have to live with that decision same thing with will smith he got an award for king richard like he's got the trophy the trophy's in his house you can't take it back and i think that banning someone from banning someone from an award ceremony also to me just doesn't make any sense because is will smith really going to the oscars every year like is Will Smith sitting at home crying, being like, "Oh my god, I love going to the Oscars. I love sitting there for six hours and being bored out of my mind." And like,
0: well, know, the the Oscars have cameras, and Will and Jada love cameras, so it probably is punishment. It's
1: true. It's kind of like their Christmas. Okay, so establishing that that they enjoy that aspect of it, this is a punishment for them to not be able to be on camera. I think ten years feels like kind of an arbitrary number. Like, I could see being, like, you're banned from next year. You can't come back next year. I would get that. But 10 years from now? I don't know. There's something about that that feels very biblical. Like that Moses feels like a lot in, to you. Yeah, like, Moses was in the room, and he, like, wrote it down on a, a stone tablet being, like, 10 years. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels really long, even though it's only, it's only 10 years. But, yeah, I don't know. It seems really strange. Plus, I, I mean not to use the, this is like such a buzzwordy term, but like Will Smith has already been found either guilty or innocent in the court of public opinion. And that I almost feel like that weighs more heavily than being banned from the Oscars for 10 years. You know, like it just feels kind of like, okay, don't worry guys. Like everybody on Twitter is either like celebrating him or roasting him. Like we've got it covered Academy. Academy. You don't have to (laughs) drop the hammer so hard, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Because, yeah, that's where I'm
0: at. Uh, Mark Rylance, he won an Oscar, and he said that he hates the Oscars. They're boring. So Mark Rylance should be like, you know what? I'll serve Will Smith's ban for him. Gladly. I'll gladly serve this sentence. Actually, make it a life sentence. Because that is not that is not a punishment. That's a dream for some people to not have to go to the Oscars. Yeah, I'll be like, who, who do I have to slap to not go to the Oscars for ten years?
1: Rylance, yeah, Mark Rylance is literally writing to the Academy right now, being like, "Listen, I was in an Oscar-nominated film this year, and I didn't want to go. Please, yeah, let help, me have help Will me Smith's punishment. <laughs> yeah, do you think he should um, have his Oscar taken away?
0: No, no, I'm with you no. on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it feels meaningless to me. Like like also what are you going to do with it? You're going to take it back and what, use it as a doorstop? Melt it down? Propping up one of the wobbly legs on the red table?
0: Okay, now let's move on to some baby no- some baby baby news. Yes, because thank you for doing that. <laughs> Britney Spears is pregnant. Yes, Pre- pregnant knee. That sounds Oop. like pregnant knee. Um birth It works. Yeah. Oops, for, I did it for,
1: again. Oops, she did it again.
0: Yeah, she for the third time. So, yes. but before we get to Brittany's pregnancy announcement, mm-hmm. which was a damn riddle in itself, what let's get into a little bit of history. So, Brittany has two kids, both are sons: Sean Preston, who is sixteen; Jaden James, who is fifteen. Both she shares with Kevin Federline. And before Britney's conservatorship came to an end and she was able to talk to the court about what she wanted, how she wanted to attend the conservatorship, how she wanted her father out of the conservatorship, how she wanted her father jailed. She also said in there that she really wants to get married and have a baby, but that her team, including her dad, wouldn't allow her and even wouldn't let her remove her IUD. And Brittany has apparently wanted a daughter for a long time. And that's been a dream of hers. And she's getting what she wants. So she wanted to get married. She's now engaged to Sam Asghari, who she's been with since 2016. And now she's pregnant with their first child. So dreams do come true.
1: Yeah, when you wish upon a star. Brittany manifested this.
0: She did. And Britney is 40, by the way, and Sam is 28. So her pregnancy announcement was very Britney. Yes, uh, could not be more Britney. <laughs> yeah, if you follow Britney on Instagram, then yeah, it's very Britney. The picture wasn't of a pregnant belly. It wasn't even of a baby. So the picture was of a cup of coffee or some kind of black tea and uh, some flowers. That That's what the picture she... Chose to go with this I, baby.
1: Michael. I'll be honest. I almost associate uh, those two things more than a picture of a clear blue pregnancy test. It's like clear blue pregnancy test, cup of coffee, flowers. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe, she, maybe a baby onesie. after Maybe that.
0: she's telling us that she's going to spill the tea about the blossom that's blooming in her womb. That I it. think that's what the story she was trying to go with was. She's the Riddler, Brittany, yeah. the original Riddler. So here's some of what she wrote. Uh, She calls Sam her husband in this, but she's called him that before. So that doesn't necessarily mean they got secret married. She just calls him that. But um, so here's some of what she wrote. I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test. And uh, well, I'm having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more food pregnant. It's growing. If two are in there, I might just lose it. I obviously won't be going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot of me. Like they unfortunately already have.
1: So, again, she, it is very... Like, it's it's a pregnancy announcement, but it's also a little bit vague. Because she keeps talking about being food
0: pregnant. Yeah, I, was, I had to read it a few times because first... I thought people were just jumping the gun and they didn't clearly read it because I thought she was talking about having a food baby and then her food baby became food baby twins.
1: Yeah, and she uses so many emojis that it's like reading a rebus. Like, you know, a rebus is like the thing where they give you the pictures and you have to guess what the... So, again, you need to read it twice and take notes.
0: So I'm with you. I had to read it a couple times to be like, are people reading too much into this? But Yeah, I wasn't sure, but... She's pregnant. And then um, in that same caption, she went on to write that she suffered from postpartum before and that she's happy. Women openly talk about that now and also said that this pregnancy is going to be a happy and joyous one for her. Mm -hmm. And Sam himself pretty much confirmed it on Instagram by saying that he can't wait to be a father and that will be the most important job he's ever done. Kay Fed said that he's happy for Sam and Brittany and britney's family hasn't publicly said anything about this i'm probably they probably won't (laughs) yeah i'm guessing (laughs) she's gonna drag the fuck out of them (laughs) (laughs) um but her estranged sister jamie lynn liked to post about it that's something that's as much as jamie lynn can do because she's
1: like i'm too scared to do anything else i literally can't say anything it'll be the worst month in the world for me online if i do
0: (laughs) I mean, but Jamie Lynn has piped in anyway. She must love to get dragged because every time she brings up Britney's name, they drag her to hell and back.
1: Yeah, even if, even if Jamie Lynn was in the comments saying, congratulations, I want this for you. Everyone's like, shut up, Jamie Lynn. We know what you really mean, you stupid
0: bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> or even if she said, you know, I watched a movie last night starring the great Britney Murphy. Jamie Lynn, we told you to keep fucking Britney's name out of your fucking ugly mouth.
1: But, that goes for anyways, all Britneys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but so a lot of people are saying, I've heard people saying that it's too soon since Brittany just got out of her conservatorship for a few months. But to me, it's what she wants. It's what she wanted. She said, I want to be married and have a baby. It's all coming true. That's what she wanted.
1: Yeah, and it's not like this is way out of left field, where no. it's like, oh, Britney Spears ha- like has no interest in kids, and she doesn't want to get married, she doesn't want to be tied down. It's like, no, this is like what Britney likes, is she likes being in a relationship, she likes being a parent, These are this is all within her wheelhouse, like, this is fine. And also, too, not to, not to be, like, ageist, I'm not going, I don't want to be ageist here, but Britney's 40, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. Anything after 35 is considered a geriatric pregnancy. It is the grossest term. And obviously there needs to be a better term applied. But it's old lady.
0: Um, Old old lady pregnancy.
1: Yeah. Elderly. Grandma.
0: Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Knocked up granny, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prego senior citizen. So anything after 35 is like, okay, like you don't you you know we obviously read stories on people.com about like the miracle mom who gives birth at 55 but like that is not the norm so Brittany was probably thinking like listen i want to have a kid i need to have it now i'm not gonna wait for the sake of you know getting whatever the internet's approval on it like i want to have a kid now i'm gonna do this yeah, she's now. on
0: a break from performing and yeah. working she's engaged They've been together for a while, so... And this is what she wants.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like you said, they've been together for a while. They've been together for six years. It's not like... I would be more concerned if Brittany got out of her conservatorship and the next day she started dating just some random person and then a week after that was like, surprise, I'm pregnant. I'd be like, oh, that's maybe a little fast. Like, maybe pump the brakes once or twice (laughs) on this one. But it's like, yeah, they've been together for a long time. She's 40, like... Sure, go ahead. Go ahead, Brittany.
0: Yeah, and hopefully if she wants a daughter, she'll get her daughter. So that a a baby will have uh, baby black eyeliner, baby weave. The makers of toddler peasant tops will rejoice and toddler cutoff shorts.
1: Oh, I bet they're sending Brittany a gift basket right now. Not even a gift basket, a gift truck.
0: Yeah, just toddler peasant tops, toddler, toddler eyeliner, toddler weave.
1: Little foam wedge sandals, flip-flops.
0: Yeah, those too. They should put yeah. some Dramamine for the baby in there because she loves to twirl. And so she's going to be twirling with that baby. That baby's going to get motion sickness.
1: Yeah. And I think if you start young, you can get the more client. to it. Oh, you can? To it.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. So let's end this part of the show with everyone's favorite topic, jury duty. Of course. When was the last time you were called for jury duty? And what did you do to get out of it? If you got out of it. You got out of it.
1: No, I didn't. I, uh No, so I think I can't remember if I was, did, if I got called for jury duty when I was working for D-listed or not. But it was like, I don't know, maybe within the past 10 years. And so I went because I'm like, I'm, I'm very interested in this. And um, I didn't even get like the interview where they ask you if you could be a good juror or not. Um, I was just like. Oh, so you got out of it well I c- you, you didn't default, end up on a jury you didn't no, end up on a jury okay. no i was i was in the room for like three days okay it was before delisted because i was in the room for three days and they were like waiting and waiting to get my interview and then at the end of the three days they're like okay well we've selected the jury so you can all go home i was like what all this for nothing have you ever and you haven't been
0: me? called since then yeah uh, no i don't think so oh my god i'm jealous i get called like almost every year Really? Yes. Popular. I get called almost every year. And I do this trick Uh where I postpone it to a holiday week. So I got called last November and I postponed it to Christmas week and I didn't get called. But now that I said this out loud, I'm probably going to get called on Christmas. (laughs) I'm going to do this trick next year, this year, and they're going to call me during the Christmas holidays. So some excuses people have used to get out of jury duty, like when you get um, when you get interviewed to get on a jury. So people someone once told me to say that I don't trust the police.
1: Yeah. Or opposite of that is you say I always trust the police.
0: Yeah. Or I always think someone is guilty. If they're arrested, they're guilty. Yeah, or, that's what they, some some yeah excuses people. Said,
1: yeah. yeah, or or another one is like yeah, like I I have Christ in my heart and I believe that everybody is innocent and yeah yeah it's like only God can judge them. You say stuff like that, yeah.
0: Or <laughs> what you can do is you can wear yeah. one of your LMFAO sh- t-shirts because I know you have one. Wear it to jury duty <laughs> selection. They'll be like. Uh, this woman chose to buy and wear an LMFAO t-shirt. She can't she can't make decisions. Yeah, guilty She's by dismissed. reason of insanity. <laughs> D-
1: <laughs> they like take a look at my phone and they're like, "Uh we see that you have LMFAO on your phone in your iTunes and it looks like you have bought the album uh Sorry for Party Rocking. So yeah, we need to go over forever. here." You, yeah, you, you never to do- have to
0: do jury duty again. <laughs> no, we can we can't trust you to make a cognitive decision on your own. <laughs> okay, but one woman in Florida and she was a hot slut of the day last week because I truly love her, she came up with a good excuse to get out of jury duty, and it worked. So last week, jury selection was happening in the sentencing trial of the Parkland School mass murderer in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So it's a very serious and sad situation, but there was some comic relief provided by a potential juror we only know as Ms. Bristol. Okay, Miss Bristol was being interviewed about potentially joining the jury, and she was telling the judge, Judge Elizabeth Schur, all her conflicts, including uh, family members' birthdays, her birthdays. And then she said she has a sugar daddy that she needs to spend time with every single day. She also said that she's married, but she said a conflict is her sugar daddy. <laughs> so
1: I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware, by the way, that you could have a sugar daddy and be married at the same
0: time. Oh, yes. You can have the best of both worlds, of course. It's 2022, Allison. So let me play this short clip for you of what happened between Judge Schur and Ms. Bristol. So you said that the July, there's dates in in, in July that you're not available. What are those dates? July
1: 7th, July 4th, which is closed, and July 18th. But then again, I need to figure out something. I
0: have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. I see him every day. All right, ma'am, we'll come back to you, okay? Thank you. So they came back to her, she was excused. So So it worked. Uh, She later um, talked to local news station WPLG And Miss Bristol said that her sugar daddy pays her $8,000 a month. And she was told that the sentencing case could last a while. And if she's on the case for months, she won't be able to see her sugar daddy. And so she'll lose that $8,000 a month. And so she could lose her house too. So she explained that her hardship is not being able to see her sugar daddy and get paid.
1: Valid. Very valid. It is. When I found out that she she's getting $8,000 a month from her sugar daddy, first of all, I was like, okay, where did you find this
0: benevolent gentleman? Oh, there's sites all over the internet.
1: I know, but Michael, I've never had any good luck with those. (laughs) So I'm hoping that maybe Ms. Bristol can give me a light on a sugar daddy that has lower expectations. (laughs) But also it's like, she should have used that to leverage with her sugar daddy. Like, she shouldn't have come right out in jury and been like, I can't do this because of my sugar daddy. She should have been like, well, I don't know. But then, like, gone to her sugar daddy and been like, listen, they want me to do jury duty. And, like, I'm thinking about it because I'm a good citizen. But, and also you get a free breakfast at the hotel in the morning. You give me $8,000
0: a month. What will you give me to not do jury duty? I don't know. I think, like, sugar babies, there's always someone... Hungry and younger waiting to take your place It's true Show So if I stuff, go yeah. in to negotiate they may drop Me as a sugar baby
1: Yeah they're like And then I'm really sweet. out <laughs> And then I'm really then,
0: out uh, Well then you're fucked cause,
1: Yeah you don't get $8,000 And you have to do jury duty
0: Yeah and it's I mean It makes sense because I don't Know if there's a lot of sugar daddies Who provide paid Jury leave Uh, No, I I don't don't think so. I don't think, yeah, you have to serve up ass to get that cash, I think. I think that's every um, sugar daddy's payment um, motto.
1: I think it depends on what type of sugar union you belong to.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there needs to be a sugar union,
1: honestly. Yeah, because the sugar union will always fight on your behalf to ensure that you are compensated for things like health care and jury duty pay. So yeah, it's a tricky situation if you're not if you if your sugar area has not been unionized yet.
0: Yeah, they 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 should get on that. But um, that that excuse doesn't work for everybody. I mean, it worked yeah. for Miss Bristol. It would not work for me. It would be like you wearing an LMFIO t-shirt <coughs> to court. The dis- the dis- they would be <laughs> like, well, they would be like, you really want me to believe that someone is paying you? Someone is paying you to fuck that old, tired ass. (laughs) They're like, they're like lying in court is against the law.
1: They're like, sir, we would have believed a multitude of excuses over this one.
0: Yeah. Jailed for contempt.
1: So, Michael, we just talked about big baby news. We talked about sugar baby news. And then we're going to talk about big news that involves a big, beautiful diamond that's been slipped on someone's engagement finger. And if you've been paying attention to the news this week, you know that it's because Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are engaged again. And I can barely get these words out because I feel like I'm going to start crying. I'm going to get so emotional. Crying of boredom.
0: Since Wrong. Have,
1: I mean, they have to, do, they have to in love. do a reboot. <laughs> of
0: their engagement
1: it's true so they got engaged 20 years ago in 2002 the world was a very different place then and it's very different now but the thing that remains is ben and jlo's love for each other
0: yeah and the ring so the ring so the the first time they got engaged was like pink and now it's yep. like light green like a minty green what do you yes. think of this ring
1: i fucking love it michael i love it i think it's beautiful it looks like a piece of double mint gum that's been stuck on her finger I'm obsessed
0: with it. Do you like it? To me, it's a ring that says, "This is not going to the altar stage," <laughs> <laughs> because it's kind of trendy to it, me. Yeah. So, same was the pink one. I'll so paint that's a like. Yet. To me, it's not a classic ring. But J-Lo's super rich. They're both super rich. So she can have several engagement rings that can match every single one of her outfits. And they can each cost $10 million. But but you have said before that you think this is going to get to marriage stage. They're finally going to do it this time. 100%. Do you still think that?
1: Yes, I believe it in my heart. I believe that this will end in a marriage. Listen, whether or not the marriage lasts longer than 20 days... That remains to be seen. But I believe there will be a wedding. I believe there will be like a legal signing of documents. In the most legal sense, they will get married. I fully believe that. I'm not saying that they're going to be together forever until they're old. I mean, I would love to imagine that. But I also need to be realistic with myself. And that might not happen. And I think that you still believe that it's not going to end in a wedding.
0: Yeah, I've seen this movie before. I know. I know how it goes. That's why I hope we at least once, if they do end this breakup, I hope we at least get another shitty movie from them. Geely number two, although Geely number one was already a number two, and um, or Jersey Girl two. So I hope we get one of those before they end their engagement, but but or end up on the altar, like like you're like you're wishing, like you're trying to manifest.
1: I'm manifesting it. I'm believing in the principles of Britney Spears, where if you think it and believe it, you can do it. And I think it's going to happen. I love it. And then also, Michael, if it doesn't make it to the wedding and they break up, then statistics show that 20 years later they'll get together again. And he will give her another engagement ring. And this A blue time, one. Beautiful. I couldn't have picked a more beautiful color. A beautiful sky blue engagement ring. Funny enough, sky blue. <laughs> one, of, one of the singers in LMFAO.
0: Uh <laughs> Full circle.
1: (laughs) Full circle. Okay. So, uh, speaking of weddings, Jack White of the White Stripes got married last week. And he also got engaged all in the same span of, like, 90 minutes. So, Jack White was performing a show in Detroit. And his girlfriend is a singer named Olivia Jean. And she was performing as well. Because... You know, why not invite your girlfriend on stage? That's fun. And um, it's both of their hometowns. They're both from Detroit. And so he decided to get engaged on stage. So he like, you know, gave her a ring and was like, do you want to do this? And she said yes. And then they left for a little bit. And then they came back and they announced that they'd be getting married on stage as well. Which was like a total surprise to everyone. And then they went ahead. They got married on stage. Their parents were in the audience. So... You know, it's not like they got married and their family was like, oh, thanks for in- not inviting me. Um, But yeah, he he's like legally married
0: now after being married on stage. I mean... <laughs> I mean, d- yeah, not for me. The, the fans probably loved it. But if I was in the audience, it was like, they're really forcing me to watch a wedding. They've like forced me to watch this wedding. Torture. Like... And what I would do is, as they were getting married, I would just go to the bar, order whatever I wanted, and say, put it on Jack White's tab, because the only way I'm going to a wedding is if there's an open bar. So I'm oh. assuming this bar is now open, now that it's a wedding.
1: Yeah, and you're like, Jack White is rich and famous. There's no way he's doing a fucking two-drink ticket wedding. <laughs> two so drink. give me my free drink, please. Give me my Top free shelf. vodka cranberry. <laughs> They're like, bar rail only. <laughs> okay, so... We have talked before about people's uh, or uh, certain actors' method acting, which we say method acting all the time. But for anybody who's like, what is method acting? It's essentially like the director yells cut, but the actor is still being that character. And they're that character constantly, all the time. Like, they will drop characters. Yeah, exactly. Like, some people will be method all day on set. Some people will be method in their personal life. um, Some people will be method for, like, 18 months they won't drop character and they think that they're that character like lady gaga and house of gucci
0: well and i think there's some actors who are method who don't impose it on others right like there's jared leto who imposes it on others you have to play along but there's some that probably just do it themselves they're not they can turn it off as foolish about it
1: right so last week we talked about jared leto um doing method and to the point for Morbius where he was using a wheelchair and pretending to be a disabled person which I think everyone agrees is very stupid um so Mads Mickelson was asked about method acting and uh he's not a method actor he thinks it's dumb so the quote that he gave is he only doesn't even say it's dumb he's much more strong than that he says it's bullshit preparation you can take it into insanity what if it's a shit film what do you think you achieved? Am I impressed that you didn't drop character? You should have. You shouldn't have. Sorry, you should have dropped it from the beginning. How do you prepare for a serial killer? Are you going to spend two years checking it out? So, Matt Mikkelsen is himself pretty much the whole time he films.
0: Yeah, and that's my new favorite kink is listening to Matt Mikkelsen shit all over people going full method. Yeah, I'm into it, and I'm not not a scat queen, but I am into that. So Andy Cohen from
1: Bravo's Watch What Happens Live, TV personality Andy Cohen, um, he was talking about nurses recently and he kind of pissed nurses off. So on Watch What Happens Live about a week ago, he was talking to um, Sierra Miller, who's from the show Summer House, uh, and she is also a nurse. And so he was shocked that she was a nurse and he said, you're you're looking so beautiful. Wow. You're actually a nurse and this is what you look like. Wow. So he was, viewers were like, uh, why is it so shocking that someone could be both good looking and a nurse? And so I guess that finally got back to Andy Cohen and he decided to apologize to nurses everywhere. And he said, I just want to say I have offended the nurses of America and internationally. I apologize. I was merely mentioning that Sierra looks like a supermodel. It's no condemnation of nurses. So Andy Cohen and nurses, friends again, no longer
0: the feud of the year. No, but it doesn't make sense to me because has has Andy Cohen never seen Three's Company and seen Nurse Terry? A woman who is extremely hot and a nurse. Yeah, like... Uh, Educate yourself, Andy. I know I don't know where Andy lives, but obviously he's never been inside
1: a Spirit Halloween because the costume is called sexy nurse, not unsexy healthcare worker. Not fugly disgusting nurse. <laughs> okay. So, Michael, let's say we time tra- sorry, let's say we time traveled back to 10 years ago and I asked you to guess who was the largest buyer of kale in the United States.
0: Who would you guess? Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Yeah, I would guess that too, because that makes a hell of a lot of sense, but it was not. It was pizza. So there was like a rumor going around on the internet for a while where people were saying that up until uh, 2013, which I would kind of describe as like, that was sort of like the kale boom, right? Where like people started really getting into kale salads and stuffing kale and juices
0: and stuff. I read that like the kale boom has been credited <laughs> to Martha Stewart because okay. they say in 2008 she called kale like the it food or something like the okay. superfood and then it, sales started going up and then started getting more expensive and then others started to go on about kale. Martha, Stewart I don't know if this knew? is true. I don't. I didn't read the Wikipedia page, but I did read on some other Articles so Okay, citation is still needed.
1: All right, we'll keep we'll keep our finger on Martha Stewart. And I'm verifying that claim. But previous to that claim um, was that Pizza Hut was the largest buyer of uh, kale in the U.S. up until 2013. And it was never verified. Like people were just saying, yeah, they totally were, but we can't really tell. So Pizza Hut recently confirmed and said, yes, we were the largest buyer of kale in the U.S. They said that a spokesperson for Pizza Hut said that in 2012, Pizza Hut purchased about 14,000 pounds of kale and they used it in their salad bars. So. They didn't, their salad bars weren't um, like refrigerated. They just had ice dumped around all the stuff, and then they would disguise the Mm -hmm. ice by placing kale all over it. If you went to a Pizza Hut salad bar, you probably remember that. It was used as a garnish. And then those
0: were not the days when we were using like food for decoration. Not even, it was just decoration. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was like, don't touch it. That's not part of the salad bar. It's literally just to look at.
0: Look, starving children of the world. In America, we use. Kale is decoration. We don't even eat it. At the end of the day, we throw it out. We don't even donate it to the animals. I know, and, the, and then the rats eat in the alleyway and probably get salmonella because you know there was some shit on that kale.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's covered in, like uh lukewarm blue cheese dressing and everything. The rats have got diarrhea. Absolutely. So yeah, so now I mean past the point of 2013, it's obviously no longer Pizza Hut, and I mean Pizza Hut doesn't even do they even do the salad bar anymore. I don't think so. That's tragic. I hope that they can go back to being (laughs) the largest buyers of kale again. Just for the salad bar. Okay, so this week on the podcast, we return to one of our favorite segments, which is show and tell. And it's where Michael and I show you metaphorically and tell you about some things that we are into this week so michael what do you want to show and tell everyone this week from your life
0: okay i love horrible movies um i love to hate watch hate watching brings two of my favorite things together watching tv and hating on something so uh, my show and tell is a movie that I recently hate watched and loved. Hate watching it. I had a lot of fun watching it. It's the worst movie I've seen this year, and I've seen Deep Water.
1: Oh wow! Okay, this is I'm really excited about this then.
0: So it's called The Requiem. It stars the Alicia Silverstone and James Tupper. Who, he was on Revenge. He was in Men and Trees. He has a kid with Anne Haish. So it's a horror movie and uh, about they're like stranded at sea. And I won't give anything away for the zero people interested in watching this. But the basic plot is that Alicia Silverstone and James Tupper play husband and wife who go on vacation to Vietnam. And they stay in one of those bungalows over the ocean. Right. You know those. So then a big storm comes and knocks their villa into the middle of the sea. So So, unbelievable. I love it. (laughs) They're like stuck in the middle of the sea on their villa. It's all tattered and everything. And um, a lot more happens from there. I won't get into it. There's sharks, there's fires, there's some random man on a raft. There's so many moments where I scream like, what are you doing? Because they do the opposite of what you should do. So when they hear like a chainsaw, they run towards it instead of running away from it. Basically, that's, that's. I mean, it, it's a mess. And the acting is horrible. Like, Alicia Silverstone is always screaming and crying. Um, the special effects are a mess. At one point, I even said, this looks like they filmed it, like, guerrilla style at Universal Studios on a ride. And it was shot at Universal Studios Orlando. Oh no, uh, was it? Yeah, I looked at up. <laughs> oh my Lord, I was like, where crazy. did they film this? So they filmed this in Florida. And you can tell they like film it in a pool. Basically, it's like, if you look real close, you can probably see the, um, you know, the drain or something at the bottom of the pool. And it's supposed to be the ocean. So it's a mess. Um, we paid to see this, I think $3.99 to stream. I don't know if I would recommend that. Because the beginning's a little slow and there's, like, backstory you don't need to know. It gets right. really messy, like, when the villa gets knocked into the middle of the ocean. Right. But um, I love to hate it. I'm disappointed that Alicia never said, as if, to the sharks. That never happened. <laughs> they sadly when, didn't do that.
1: When a movie's that bad, it's like, why not? Why not just say as of to the sharks?
0: Just throw it in. But I, disclaimer though, I was stoned while watching it. So view (laughs) at your own risk or view while stoned. But it's called The Requin. I saw it on Amazon Prime. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It might be on, you know, wherever you stream movies for rent.
1: Right. I think $3.99 is probably, that's a decent price to pay for a fun night.
0: Uh, for this, I don't know. I don't. I don't want. I don't want people telling me I owe them three ninety nine. So I'll say wait until it ends up on HBO, Hulu, or you know whatever streaming service you have. That's what I say. But it's quick. It's a mess. I loved it. So what is your show and tell this week, Allison?
1: Okay, so I have two show and tells because both of them are really short. So my main show and tell is. Um, the sitcom abbott elementary and the reason that i'm keeping this short is because i feel like if you are on like social media you oh my god
0: yeah everybody loves it
1: that's the thing everybody's talking about it but then you'll like i got a message from a friend who was like she's like i've never seen an episode of it is it really that funny and she'd been putting it off right like she had seen it so many times on twitter and was like i don't think i have a feeling it's not gonna actually be that funny so she was like maybe avoiding it a little bit and so this message is for, like, her and everyone else who's been thinking that, where they're like, is this show even that funny? Because it's just everywhere. Like, do they have just a good marketing team? But no, it's very, very funny. It's like a half-hour sitcom, like a classic half-hour NBC sitcom. It's very much kind of like The Office or Parks and Recreation. It's like fake documentary style, which, I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of that, but it's fine. It's it's totally, you can handle it. Um so it was created by Quinta Brunson and she stars in it. She plays this like teacher who starts teaching at the school and she's like very hopeful and, um, very positive And, uh, which is kind of like a contrast to some of the other teachers. Um, like, Cheryl Lee Ralph is a teacher in it. She's, like, this older teacher. There's this one gag. It's, like, again, I'm not going to describe it very well, but there's this one gag where she's, like, trying to take a picture with an iPad. <laughs> Anyways, but she's, like, an older person. She doesn't know how it works. Anyway, it's just really great. Something that I come back to a lot and laugh at. Um, but the best part of the show is Janelle James, who is is and was a stand-up comedian. And she plays the principal of Abbott Elementary. And she sort of like scammed her way into it because she caught like a deacon at her church, like mm-hmm. having an affair. Yeah. And so she's not into it. She's not into being like a principal. She's not a good principal. And she's so good. And she's like one of those people where it's like, she's definitely going gonna to get nominated for an Emmy. She's probably going to win an Emmy. It's, it's so enjoyable. It's so good. And it's only like the episodes are half an hour, right? So that's something that's nice. It's like, you're not dedicating a ton of time. It comes out once a week. So it's like you can't really binge it. But it's really funny. So it's on NBC. So you can find it on like Hulu. Or if you still do like old school television where you turn on the channels, you can find it. I think it's on Tuesday nights. If you're in Canada, it's Thursday nights. Um, Anyway, so Abbott Elementary is very funny. And then my second uh, show and tell is Reese Peanut Butter Cup. The company started making these peanut butter cups that are stuffed with potato chips. And... They're really good, and that's it. That's all I have to say about it. Is it looks like a disaster? It looks so, like something so gross, like where you're like Reese, please stop, like stop shoving stuff in peanut butter cups. But it's really good. I strongly recommend if you see them in the store, buy one. They're really
0: good. So it's like the baby of a potato chip and a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah, that's like a a the Frankenstein thing. baby. It's a good Frankenstein though. Baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Worth yeah, it's it. perfect if you love both of those things. Mm-hmm. So there's our show and tell. So if you want to watch something good watch Abbott Elementary. If you want to watch something bad, watch The Requin. And if you want to fuck up your insides, <coughs> eat um, Reese's potato chip cups. Yeah. There you go. So that uh, brings us to the end of this show. If you haven't rated or reviewed us yet, please do. If you have a note for us or a question, email us at DTP at We'll be back next week. We won't talk about Will Smith, I promise. Cut, Cut to next two. week. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're devoting the entire episode to Will Smith. Um so yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.